so we spoke last about the aftermath of what happened the summer after and a little bit about our experiences and how different they were after the incident. I'm going to call it the incident. Yeah. And now we're going to kind of talk about like that last year of college, what that was like graduating, because that's a big moment for anyone in college, athlete or not. Um, and kind of just talk about our experience from there. Basically, the two years that we didn't really speak about uh, as an athlete, you basically just I, I lived the same life, but just a way better life. I I understood what college was a little bit more. And I don't know if it was because I, of the incident or if it was because I was older. I do think that the more you're in college or the older you are, you're starting to realize. And Erica can actually speak to this now. She's in master's. And she was telling me the other day, you know, she she is intentional with what she chooses and what she studies. And and I kind of just wish that everyone, or at least myself, understood that more and understood why I was going to college. Because as an athlete, that's not something that is imprinted into your brain. It's, you know, people say or they have to say, you're a student athlete. But all coaches, especially in D1, say athletics over student, 100%. And it's so when you're going into your fourth year or your senior year and you're about to graduate and you've only played sport and you have not been told to do internships and you have not been told to try and get work or you also haven't been told um, you should be studying this to prepare for the future, you're kind of at a standpoint of like, well, fuck, like, what did I just do the past four years? That's how I felt after the two. Because I didn't keep playing, that's when I really had to start looking at options and like being very serious about what does your future look like and what are you going to do now to set that future up? And like Kel said, this is something I wish I knew going into college and there's no one to blame for it. It's just that's that was my journey. And when I stopped playing soccer and I went into my junior year, I because I was still really interested in fashion and, but I wasn't going to fashion school. I got an internship at Nordstrom and it was like retail management, I think. And it was this whole process of like interviews and applying. And I was stoked to get it because it was my first legit job in a field that I was interested in. So I got an internship and then they brought me on, hated it. I worked in restaurants hated it oh my god like if I could give any advice it's a great job for when you're in college but the restaurant life was terrible <laughs> and then because I don't know if this was like the coach's goal to put me on a new path of like not partying or drinking or whatever I turned 21 and I was like I was the girl that was in downtown every single weekend in the bars during the week like just living my life as a 21 year old and I ended up meeting this guy through a friend who owned a marketing company and his competitor who I had also met because I was just in the downtown area so much. I was around the same people all the time. Um, and I ran into someone who worked for his competitor and they offered me and my friend at the time um, a 
marketing internship and marketing for me, that was a term I knew about. And I always wanted to kind of go into, but I didn't know anything about marketing, what really marketing was. And so this was like, okay, this is my chance. Like if I'm going to eventually want to be in this field, I have to jump on this. So we interviewed with them, but then the guy who I had originally met her got wind of us interviewing there. And he was like, absolutely not. Like you're not working for them. You're going to work for us. Hired us right on the spot. So I was now a marketing intern my junior year of college. And I was, I couldn't believe like literally the 180 my life took from every day going to practice. Now every day I'm going to an office I'm commuting to work. And I loved it. Like I loved, I just felt like I was getting closer and closer to what I was meant to do. So Um, I kept that job from junior year into senior year, loved it. And then the only reason I stopped was when Josh and I met and I ended up moving up to Orange County with him. Um, but I ended up graduating with my major that I don't even use, <laughs> but I kept working in marketing. So because of that internship, which then led into a full-time position as a marketing coordinator, Um, and we did marketing for like all of the clubs downtown, a bunch of music festivals, just like nightlife industry in general. Um, I kept looking for jobs in marketing and then that's really, and we can talk about post-college at a later time, but that is how my journey started in the field and how I ended up like I am today. At Berkeley, we had a athlete formal. And I went to USC and they didn't have an athlete formal. And so I was like, well, I'm going to make one. Like, I'm going to throw it. And so I paired up with one of the soccer players who she's just freaking awesome person. And I knew that she knew everyone. So I was like, hey, we're going to throw athlete formal. Do you know any club reps? And she was like, actually, I do. And that's where I started my marketing part because I met this guy through Elizabeth and he owned all of these clubs and we ended up throwing athlete formal and they still have athlete formal today because I started it. Kel, that's so amazing. But um, yeah, so I did all of the marketing. I did all of the graphics. I um, did the, you know, marketing for athlete formal is very minuscule but that's how it started and then uh, yeah I have that contact of and he owns like a bunch of LA clubs and we had our formal at some club that he owned and add it to the list another similarity between Kel and Erica yeah so my fourth year that's my that was my third year so that was kind of the start of my interest in marketing and a lot of girls actually in sports but in water polo they all did comms and comms at usc is really really famous known for its comm school everyone does comms but you have to get into that school and so since i was already a junior you know going into it i didn't have enough time or enough credits to get into any school so i actually had to create my own major Um, so I was able to create my own major surrounding American studies, but able to take classes in the different schools. So I was able to take business classes, marketing classes, graphic classes, basically surrounded. It was like a thesis surrounded about, um, you know, American studies and 
racism and all of that type of stuff. And my thesis was fashion is <laughs> it was something on the lines of like fashion. It was fashion, first of all. And it was like fashion in like American history and how it has changed our perception of races. <clears throat> and how, yeah. And so I was like, that was my main thing. And, and I was lucky enough to take the marketing schools and then, you know, was able to have that connection in the club and, and all of that. And, uh, I was so happy that I was able to do that, but something that was really unfortunate and I think happens a lot is as an athlete, you have what's called an athletic advisor and you have what's called an academic advisor. Your academic advisor is helping you graduate and your athletic advisor helps you stay um, eligible to play your sport because you have to have a specific GPA to be eligible. And both because an athlete, because as an athlete, you talk more to your athletic advisor, they're kind of supposed to be your academic advisor at the same time. So I wasn't really aware that you had an academic advisor until my junior year anyways. So I would always go to my athletic advisor. My ath athletic advisor was not helpful at all. And being the brain that I have, I was like, okay, I do not mean to offend anyone right now. I was like, football players go to this athletic advisor and they get to go into the pros and they they're not very smart no offense some of them are smart some of them aren't but even like this person who is a football player who is eligible and who never goes to class and whatever they're still like in school so my thought process was I'm going to go to that athletic advisor and get help because clearly she knows what she's doing. So I was able to go to her and that's kind of where it all started in regards to, okay, you actually need to be doing internships. You actually need to be doing this. But this was my second semester, my senior year. And this is, I'm just being told this. So I started two years later than Erica on the search for what I was passionate about. And I was about to graduate and had no jobs lined up whatsoever. Now, this isn't a blaming anyone at all, but it is something that needs to be thought of earlier than your second semester senior year. No, absolutely. And that's something that, because I mean, obviously we're talking about this topic for a reason. Like this isn't something I just forgot about. You know, I reflect a lot a lot just in general about my life, but specifically what happened to me when it came to the sport that I was so obsessed with. Um, yeah, it fucking sucked, but I was so thankful it happened when it happened because I could never imagine starting that process of what am I interested in? What am I passionate about? What career do I want down the line two years later than when I did do it? Because I thankfully was still in school where I quote unquote had time to figure it out. You know, like I had cushion. I had two years ahead of me to really process of elimination. But when you're graduating, you don't have that time. I mean, you can make the cushion time, but I felt behind at 19. So I, and I, that's where my heart like really does break for college athletes and younger people that I know who are 
asking me for advice going into a college sport or telling me that that's what they want to do in the long run. You know, like I, anytime I talk to anyone of a younger generation who says that they want to play college sport, I always tell them, make sure you're asking the right questions when you're going through the recruiting process. Make sure you have good grades for the chance that the sport is no longer available and you are now only going for academics and know what your passions are outside of that sport have an option B basically, because I didn't have that. And it was really tough to have to figure out at that age. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I think about that constantly. So many girls that were in my class that kept playing, they were barely starting out in the corporate world. And I was two years into it. Yeah. I mean, I, I do know a lot of the girls, especially at USC, end up getting really great jobs, which is amazing. And I think that there could have been a little bit of an issue on my end. Like maybe I didn't know, maybe I didn't listen. I'm not sure. But a lot of student athletes as well end up playing internationally, which is a great opportunity. But the reason why I ended up playing internationally was because I didn't have any job opportunities. That is why I went, I didn't want to get stuck at home um, after school and stay there and were searching for a job and be stressed. I was going to go, you know, to Australia for three months and just play professionally. I had the choice between Italy and Australia. I chose Australia because I didn't want to try and learn another language when it was just like so new already. And um I was able to get paid as well. So it was a really good opportunity for me to do that. And obviously it's a great opportunity because I still live here. I met my partner here. Like, you know, I have everything to thank for that. But at the same time, it's sad that the reason why was because I didn't have any job opportunities lined up. And that would have been me. And I think that's also why a lot of athletes become coaches. I'm so glad you said that. Because that's that's all we know, you guys. When you have dedicated that much time at that high of a level, it is literally all you know. Um, so my advice to any college athlete that is listening to this right now and is feeling a little stressed or is like, oh, fuck, I need to really start thinking about some things. Be intentional with the classes you're taking pay attention to them, really digest what you're learning and pick and choose areas that spark your interest, that are fun for you. You enjoy learning about and explore career opportunities in those areas. Also, if you have the time and it lines up with your class schedule and your practice schedule, and this is probably like your senior, junior year, because you're in those like higher division classes. So your class load isn't so heavy absolutely find an internship it like it might be a lot on your plate but it will be so so worth it in the end if you just get your foot in the door and start getting that experience to throw on your resume for when the time does come and you're applying to jobs you have something there you know because my resume used to literally be like random shit I did in high school and then something about soccer I always included soccer and it's like, not everyone is looking to hire an athlete. Like to some extent you need the experience in the field that you're trying to get into. Totally. Um, To piggyback off of what you said about classes, don't start that search. A lot of student athletes start 
their college experience undecided, which is 100% okay, but utilize your first and second semester as a process of elimination to what you do and what you don't want to do. So like Erica said, spark those, get that interest, like whatever you want to, you're like, oh, I, I might want to be a vet, you know, take whatever class correlates with that. And if your at athletic advisor is saying like, this is, this won't, this is a really hard course or whatever, really look into it and don't just take their advice because if that's something that sparks your interest, your college experience, both athletic and student wise are going to be worth it. And we all know at college is so expensive for the lucky ones who get any sort of scholarship, you know, good on you. That's amazing. Congratulations. But don't waste those four years and not get a degree that you deserve. Absolutely. Not, so this is actually embarrassing and hilarious at the same time. My junior year, when I moved in with all those girls that took me in that were not athletes, um, it was time to register for classes. And this was the first time in two years, so four semesters, where I had to register on my own. I didn't even know where to start, you guys. I didn't even know where to go on my portal to register for them. I didn't know how to look up classes. I didn't know how to read about classes. And one of the girls who was, she, we shared a room. <coughs> she made a comment of, look at the school catalog. And I was like, what is that? I had no, I didn't even know that that this book existed. <laughs> she was like, Erica, it has every class by every like division in major. And it tells you a short description about what you're going to be learning about. You guys, I'm a junior in college and I didn't know this fucking existed. So I was fascinated and I took so much time. I looked up all my options as classes. I read about every single one of them. And that's really when I started being intentional with what I was learning. Like I was taking courses that I genuinely thought were going to either provide me a skill that I could use down the road or help me with the career that I wanted to get down the road as well. Um, so read your school catalog, know that it's a thing and <laughs> know what you're going to be learning about before you take the class. Because up until this point, that is not what I was doing. I'm so happy you said take a class because you might need that skill later. If you are completely undecided and you don't know uh, if what class to take or you don't know what direction you want to go in again that's completely okay take a class that's going to give you a skill uh, like a broad skill so for example um like business or accounting or you know those things you can utilize in mostly every single uh career possible so really try and do a mix and match of both skill set and interest because if you go full on interest or full on skill set, then it's you're not going to round yourself out. And that's what you need to do in college. I also think one class that everyone should take is public speaking. Oh, yes, please. It might be uncomfortable. It might be hard for you, but everyone is uncomfortable when they speak in public. And if you have that skill, you're going to set yourself up for success regardless, because if you can put that on your resume and you're good at public speaking, people are going to want you because I guarantee you those people are not good at public speaking. Yep. That was my favorite communication class that I took. I loved it. 
Uh, yeah, so two very, very different paths after what happened, but same lessons learned, in my opinion, as far as like knowing what you're doing and setting yourself up for success, regardless of what point you're at, you guys, like Kella's very successful and she started two years after me. I had two years, two more years than her and we're honestly in the same area when it comes to our careers. So doesn't matter if you're in your senior year, doesn't matter if you've already graduated and you feel like you have nothing you can do. Like I graduated, was in marketing for years and still felt like I didn't know enough. So I went back to my master's. So that's an option too. You know, like don't be scared to go back to school. I highly encourage it all the time. No matter what you are as well. Like you can go back whatever age and it's, mm-hmm. it's something that as a, you should always be wanting to learn no matter what. No one knows everything about one thing. And no, it's just you're always going to be learning. That's just what life is. And like Erica said, with her master's in marketing, you know, both of us are in the same point in our businesses, in our lives. But we also are constantly trying to learn new things. We're trying to push the envelope to be the best marketer or whatever you want to call us um to understand though that's actually another class that I would recommend taking is psychology because psychology and being a people person and networking and understanding how the brain works and understanding like where people are why people are acting this way or why people are communicating this way it's going to help you not only in your career path but also just in relationships and in everything so understanding the human brain or understanding human decency, whatever, um, is really important. But we are going to get into the last lessons that we learn and where we are going and how this all basically just changed our lives. So listen now.